So for this week's special spoopy Halloween episode, spoopy Halloween, (laughs) we have a special guest, which is my friend Heather. Say hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) And we are very honored to have her as our Halloween special guest. Absolutely. I feel like the spookiest because I'm the last story. (laughs) And that's an honor. (laughs) (laughs) That counts. That's a thing. Yes. Um, I have a ghost joke for you guys. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Why can't male ghosts make babies? I don't know. I don't know. Because they have hollow weenies. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking that one for you, Lindsay. It's perfect. It's right in her wheelhouse of puns. Oh my gosh. Oh Halloweenies. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so do I just get right into it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have to tell my most recent short story just because it happened like two weeks ago and wow. Lindsay hasn't even heard this one yet. So <laughs> fresh content for you. <laughs> okay, so like two weeks ago, my friend and I decided to go on a spontaneous road trip to South Dakota. And it was literally like your typical road trip. Like you just drive and go. We had no plans. We were just going. Yeah. So we're driving down the road and we see this big billboard for Rush Mountain. And it's like an adventure park and it had like a big alpine slide photo on it. So I was like, oh, heck yes, we're going there. Obviously. Like, turn up the next exit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know anything about this place, like other than I saw its picture on the large billboard, you know. So we get there and we see that they have like cave tours as an option for something to do there. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. Like I've never even gone into cave before. Like that's awesome. Yeah. So we went on this cave tour and it, I don't know, do you guys, I know that you include some history in your podcast. So I wrote down history of Rushmore Mountain for you guys. A little bit of backstory on it. That's so great. Um, So Rushmore Cave was discovered in 1876, shortly after the Black Hills were open to miners and settlers. And and it was actually found on accident. Like they use these um, water flumes to get water like up hills for like mining and digging up holes and all that jazz. And basically like a flume broke and like they found the cave because of it. Um, And they were looking for gold. They were sad because there was no gold. There was only like useless minerals in that cave. (laughs) So um, it it was a bit of a disappointment, but um, it basically just turned into like a sightseeing area and like kids would play in it. And like all the little townspeople would go and like explore this cave. And it was like owned by two different people. The first owner was in 1927 and they named it the Hermosa Crystal Cave, and then it closed in 1952 because of like World War II. And then it was sold to a new owner after that, to Ruth Pullen, who changed the name to Rushmore Cave because of the growing popularity of Mount Rushmore, which is like very nearby. So yeah, that's like the history of it. But anyways, so we go to this cave and we have to wear like face masks because Corona. And um, so we go to this cave with like a group of people with all of our face masks on and everything. And like the second we like go down into it, I started to feel like really weird. And I just have like, I've told Lindsay about it. I have like this weird 
ability to sense like I would say spirits or like maybe energy levels I don't know but I just feel sometimes like an overwhelmingly like heaviness or like a uncomfortable I don't know it's like a weird uncomfortable feeling it's hard to explain but I started to feel that way in the cave and you know I'm thinking in my head like man do I actually feel like there's like a ghost in here or is it because I'm like hundreds of feet below the you know like below the earth's surface and I have like maps on and I'm in this weird cave like I don't know yeah but I just tried to like talk myself out of it I'm like no either you're good let's keep walking into this creepy cave you know so we we go down and the tour guide was like super friendly and he's like let me know if you have any questions but we had like a ton of kids in our group and I did not want to scare any said kids in our group (laughs) (laughs) I got to a point where I was able to like pull our tour guide aside and I was like hey like out of curiosity is this go- like is this cave haunted and he was like so casual about it he's like oh yes great question <laughs> he's like yes we have seven spirits in this cave and I was like seven oh. <laughs> okay not just one all right so yeah I'm like oh great like awesome but um so yeah they have seven spirits in that cave and they've had like several paranormal activity teams like come and investigate and they basically were able to like communicate with said spirits in this cave and they let them know like they asked the question like how many spirits are with us and they said like on recording like seven and it was very clear and like very spooky I listened to it and then they also were having like a conversation and in the middle of their conversation this like entity says deep and it's really creepy because you're in like very deep the tour guide said you know some of his co-workers just refused to go into that cave alone because of that like heaviness I think that I was feeling and you just feel really weird in there like there's people in there but there's no people in there you know but yeah and then he said the scary, like the spookiest story that I thought he said one of his co-workers was going down into the cave alone to like turn on some lights and he heard somebody singing Frank Sinatra like in the cave but nobody was down there with him and I'm like that is so spooky because of like time period and I don't know it's just yeah yeah so yeah my feeling was right and I was in fact in a haunted cave and if anybody's interested in going they have this like adventure tour that you can like you know how like cave explorers can like crawl into those like tiny crevices and like nooks and crannies in the cave you know and like explore it that way which to me sounds like absolutely terrifying like I would like you don't mix ghosts and claustrophobia (laughs) unless you also want to become a ghost (laughs) like die of fright right Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my spooky cave story that just happened. But I have another scary story that's local, which I think would be cool to share <laughs> because I feel like probably a lot of your listeners have been to this place, but it's about the Glensheen Mansion. And um, yeah, have you guys both been? I have not. I have not. Okay. My mom has been twice and we saw the musical. Okay. Yeah, we saw the musical. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, fun. I love yeah. that. That's good. So, yeah, I've only been there once and I don't know that I would go back because of my experience. No. So basically it was like my fiance was with me um, and then our two best friends were with us as well. And we decided to just do like the regular mansion tour. And, um, you know, like the second we walked into the mansion, I just remember like 
that overwhelmingly like uncomfortable feeling hit me, but it was like weird because it was almost like affecting me like physically. Like I remember getting really hot and like taking off my scarf. And then I remember getting like really cold and putting it back on like different temperature changes. And then I don't know, I just like didn't feel good in the mansion. Like it was not a good feeling. And so the tour started and we head up like the grand staircase, like in the entryway, which is where I think the, I think it's either like the maid or somebody got murdered with a candlestick, I believe, like a yep. like bludgeon to that, yeah, essentially. Yep. That was on the stairs, yeah. Um, yes. So we go up those stairs and I just like start feeling worse and worse. And we go into the very first bedroom, like to the left when you walk up the staircase, I believe. And that is actually um, Marjorie Congdon's room, who is the daughter of Elizabeth Congdon and also was, I believe, an individual that was tried and acquitted for conspiring with her husband. I think his name was Roger at the time for like basically murdering her mom. Um, And I believe her mom was smothered to death, like with a pillow during her sleep is how her mom died. But anyway, so we were in Marjorie's room and I just start to feel like really weird. Like I remember seeing like, I don't know, they have like a blue and white like floral wallpaper in there. And I remember that was like the last thing I saw. And apparently my friend said that I was standing there and he said, I kind of started like rocking back and forth. And he said, my eyes rolled into the back of my head and I just like passed out and like fell backwards, but he caught me. Thank God. Yeah, I like totally passed out. And I like remember coming to sitting on a chair and Sawyer, my friend was like, Hey, like, are you okay? Do you remember what happened? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I think I just started to feel a little sick and I walked out of the room and he was like, no, like you definitely passed out. And I was like, Oh, great. The scary part of it was that our tour guide was like, Oh, like, don't worry. This happens all the time. Like we have this closet right here with waters like do you want a water and there was literally like this like linen closet full of waters and like they had chairs outside the room I think because people like pass out very frequently there which is just super weird (laughs) and they don't they don't have a disclaimer or like if you faint easily don't come in here Like warning for fairy. Yeah. Oh, like a sign. I don't know. Like if they have chairs out, they can have a sign. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was just weird. And then you know, I like I everyone was like, Oh, like, did you eat before? And I'm like, Yes, like I remember we stopped at a gas station, got snacks. I was drinking a Gatorade beforehand. Like I was not hungry or anything like that. It had nothing to do with that. And then, you know, when we left for the tour, right when we walked outside, I felt completely fine. Like back to normal. We went out partying like later that night. I was like totally like myself after that. So I don't know. It was just more of like a feeling in that Mm -hmm. mansion. But I actually met this person that works at like a metaphysical store in Uptown. And he told me that he really likes the Glenching Mansion because it was the first place that he knew that he was able to see spirits, which I thought was super interesting. He said that he went there when he was like six years old with his parents on a tour. And and he asked his parents on the tour, like, mom, dad, why are there people with red paint on their costumes? Like in the mansion. And the parents were like, there's nobody with red paint on, and like wearing costumes in this mansion, you know? And that's where he learned that he unfortunately like sees spirits the way they die. So like he oh, sees no. them. 
what and gross. Yeah. So I thought that was really weird too. I'm like, wow, oh, what a coincidence. What a fun ability. Thanks. I don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine. Cause then you don't, you also like, are you real? And should I be scared from my safety right now? Or is this like just a terrible movie version? Right. Where you like I'll blink a couple more times and you'll be gone. Yeah. Yes. So, anyways, that's my second spooky story, and I have one more that is short. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) This one involves me like actually seeing ghosts, which was like the first time I actually saw a ghost. Was basically in my college dorm, and it's called Lord's Hall. I went to Winona State University, and that dorm I believe used to be either like a convent for like nuns or I've also seen on the internet that it was like an infirmary for nuns as well. So anyways, nuns lived there. So either way, um, nuns. (laughs) They lived or got sick there. Yep. Yes. And I don't know, there is like a backstory on it, but there's so much controversy, like if it's true or not, but there's like the story that all the kids tell. And basically it goes that a priest impregnated a nun and the priest, like, obviously that's a big no, no. And the priest then once the nun delivered her child, he threw the child down like the elevator shaft to kill it. And then the nun committed suicide by like jumping off the stair, like the railing and falling like several floors. And then the priest committed suicide by hanging himself in the chapel, which is now like where the actual swimming pool is. So, oh no. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Why would you put that... water there? Horrible idea. Oh no. Great. (laughs) But now there's stories that like the pool there is haunted. I never once went in it because of that. Um, But people they would feel like someone tugging on their legs when they're swimming, which is terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Haunted water is a big no no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Oh man. But yeah, and then, um, so I don't know, like that stairwell is also pretty haunted. And there's actually like one specific room where that nun was said to like live, like her room is apparently really haunted. I think her name is Ruth, like they named the spirit because they did like a Ouija board and she spelled her name. Like a lot of paranormal investigators have been there. And so I don't know, I believe 100% that the dorm is haunted. My friends have had weird experiences that went to college with me. I had weird experiences. Um, there was one night where I was up really late studying and I like had to go to the bathroom. So I left my dorm and I'm like basically like towards the end of a very long, narrow hallway mm-hmm. on the second floor. And I like remember looking down and seeing who I thought was like a student at the time at almost like the end of the hallway, but by the stairwell. And I realized like, oh, why doesn't he have like a backpack on or like, I don't know. I just realized like, oh, he's wearing like all black. And then I saw like the white, like collar and then I remember like clicking in my head like oh my god like that's a priest like that is not a student like that's weird (laughs) and it was like kind of like it was definitely like a person and I remember just like staring at him and then he like disappeared like as I was looking at him and I was like oh so then I like 
did not go to the bathroom. I ran back in my room and hid under my blanket. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then I saw a second ghost there actually too. And this one was in that same hallway, but at the very end of the hallway, there was like a window and like a heater with like, I don't know, like different pipes and stuff. And I remember it was late at night again. And I don't know what I was doing. I was just watching TV or something. But again, I had to go to the bathroom late at night, which I should have learned my lesson <laughs> from the last ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but so I looked down the hallway and there's like this like white misty figure like at the, at the end of the hallway and I remember it was really weird because it was like an old timey dress like the very big puffy extravagant like but white and I could see it through her and I could see like the heater and like the window behind her so it was kind of like a, almost like a fog essentially is like yeah. the best thing that I can hear it to but I remember I just like looked away and went back in my room like I didn't see if she like disappeared I didn't stay long enough yeah, <laughs> yeah so I just and again like even just living there like I was so uncomfortable like the heaviness like you just feel like there's people with you and I remember people would say they would see shadow figures you know like when they're but and, like but not see somebody walk by but you would see a shadow figure you know things like that um my friend was in her dorm room when her fan like flew across the room and it was like a medium-sized fan and it was on a shelf and it flung it across the room with oh, like wow. force no. yeah like things would move I also was friends with a the janitor there because I had to do community service at my club <laughs> <laughs> for a while stupid ex-boyfriend carried a beer into the dorm and I got in trouble for it of so course. annoying <laughs> But yeah, I had to do like 10 hours of community service. So I had to help this janitor like day in and day out. He was just like this old guy, like super nice. But I remember asking him like, have you had anything weird happen? Like, I'm pretty sure I saw a ghost, you know? And he was like, oh yeah, like I know this place is haunted. And he told me that he's the only one that has a key to like this janitor's room, room essentially where they store like a lot of extra like desks and mirrors and like stuff like that. And he's like, I am the only one that has access to it. And he's like, I always lock it when I leave the room. I've never left it unlocked. And he said that one time he went in there and there was like dust on a mirror, but like a very clear handprint, like on the dusty mirror and he was like I don't touch the mirrors no. nobody has been in here the mirrors like he I don't know he said he's just had like a few weird experiences like that so yeah that dorm is scary and I'm glad I never have to sleep there again <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that's kind of like my last spooky story wow awesome yeah yeah, I yeah. I would think that if any part of that is true, like the priest and the deaths and stuff, that alone would be super negative energy. Right. Like make anyone uncomfortable, even if it's just like, what's it just like the recurring residual? Yeah, re the residual haunting of them just like reliving their deaths or like a moment before. Right. If he did kill his own baby. Yeah. Uh, so there's some there's some emotion there that should not be near water. Like <laughs> right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. That's like, that's like the Native American no-no. Like that's what they say. <laughs> like indigenous people are like, dude, water and ghosts, like don't mix. Don't mix. Don't do it. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's a spooky place. And even like 
even if the nun and priest story isn't true, like it was for sure an in- infirmary, or is that how you say it? Infirmary? <laughs> I don't know. But there were sick people there, you know, and like yeah. stuff like that. Well, so there could be a priest there too if it's an infirmary right. for like last rites. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. it's a coincidence that like I saw a priest and yeah. a lot of the stories align with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for sharing your terrifying experiences. I'm sorry, yeah, that, I'm sorry that they affect you so much, like with the fainting. Cause that like eyes were in the back of your head, that could have been a seizure. Right. I know it is That's scary. Intense. Yeah. Like I don't enjoy the uncomfortable feelings, no. but I'm glad that that hasn't happened before. I think it's just like places that have like a really strong energy, you know, or like a really bad presence, you know, yeah. maybe like take a lot out of me, but yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. I always thought I was like crazy, <laughs> but I reached out to my mom who is a real estate agent. And, you know, there was like a time period where it was really bugging me. Cause I was living in a place that I felt like really uncomfortable. Like somebody had passed away there and I, you know, like reached out to her and I was like, I can't sleep at night. I feel like super heavy, like the sadness, it's horrible, you know? And she's like, Oh, like that happens to me too. And I was like, what? And she never told me that. And this was like three years ago that she told me this. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, Oh yeah. Like the second I walk into a house, I can tell instantly, like if somebody has passed away there, if there's a presence or anything like that, she's like, I can just feel it. And I was like, Oh my God. You let me know my whole life thinking that I had these spiritual powers <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mom. Right. Dang, Mom. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. At least I'm not like the other guy and I can't see spirits the way they died. That's terrifying. Yeah. It could be worse. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that, especially if like you're walking home or something, you know, like, yeah. Oh, that'd just be terrible. Yeah. You'd have to hope that like he experiences that heaviness too. So he can kind of tell the difference or I don't know. Right. Yeah. But there's yeah. some sort of like physical thing that he experiences so he can be like, yeah, this is a ghost versus, oh my God, this person was hit by a car and I should call, I should call 911. 911. <laughs> <laughs> this maybe ghost oh, yeah. person looks mangled. Yeah. Please come. <laughs> And don't take me with you if it, if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Man. Right? I know. It's so scary. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thank you, Heather. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Maybe if this keeps happening, I'll have more great stories for you. <laughs> sure. Well, Lindsay has... Are, are you saving John for this one? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you know about John? Yeah, oh, yeah, I know about John. <laughs> That's how Lindsay and I bonded at work. We would talk on the couch for like hours. I mean, not hours. Sorry if our bosses or old bosses were funny. really hard workers. <laughs> but we would talk on the couch for hours about like our ghost experiences. And I, Lindsay's are like significantly more scary than mine. Like, <laughs> mine are like, oh, I saw a ghost here and there, you know, but she's like, I had a ghost like on my bed. <laughs> like, that's terrifying. Well, that is because of that stupid jar of nails and stuff. Oh, yeah. She like had, she made like a terrible protection ward jar. And like both, I think everyone in our entire family believes that that opened the portal. So like we all started experiencing it because it was like, yeah, some residual stuff here and there. But after she buried that thing, it just, it was fine when I buried it. It was when it was dug up that we started experiencing issues because it was dug up when they built the house behind our house. I thought it was better after, after it was dug up. 
No, no. I don't think so. Hmm. Either way, jar, that jar messed us up. Yeah. Do you remember the door, the the face in the door? Oh yeah. About that, I had um. You know how like. <sighs> doors have like the weird wood grain patterns on them and how like like wings yeah. on a tree can look kind of funny like their spaces and stuff yeah so the door that was in my bedroom in lamar's yep had markings like wood grain markings on it that looked like the face of the devil oh my god that's terrifying and correct me if i'm wrong but it didn't always look that way and you had a picture that your ex-boyfriend had drawn for you over this wood grain and then when you guys had a really explosive fight you ripped it down and saw the face of the devil and then it was to the point where my dad like we all saw it too so my dad changed her doors like he got a door from the basement replaced it and then we just put that door in a closet Mm -hmm. and never put it back up. Oh my goodness. That is terrifying. Like we all saw that face and it was not there. No. And I think, I think John had something to do with it. Well, cause there were nights when he would cut, I could like feel him, his presence. And then I think the first time I saw it, like really saw it was one night when I, I felt his presence in the room. And then I just happened to look at the door cause it was the door to my room. So I had like, so when she closed it, it was the part facing her inside. Um, and so when I was looking at it, I felt like the grain started to change. Like it was, it was moving to make the face. And that's when I was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) don't want the door anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that. Cause I remember being like, just coming home to something and dad was changing it. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm just changing her door. And he didn't tell me about it. It wasn't until I looked at the other door. I went downstairs and looked at it in the closet and I was like, <laughs> well, just the fact that like it wasn't just Lindsay like seeing this or like feeling it is so spooky to me. Like it was your whole family. Yeah. Usually, it's, like, well, my dad is super skeptical. Like, yeah, incredibly skeptical. Usually, I feel like you know entities like target one person sometimes. You know, but to have it be the whole family, that's very interesting. Yeah. Well, I think I think in the long run, John was trying to help you, like. Kind of, because he w- he would only get really aggressive like when your ex boyfriend was around or like after, after, after he, visited he had or something. Yeah. So it was almost like he was like get rid of this guy because when mom saw him, she just she just felt like a really intense sadness. Mm. Like he just looked. She was like, I I almost started weeping when I first saw him because he like just exuded this incredible sadness. So I don't think I, like I I think he was like a really fucked up guardian angel. He like he didn't know how to be a guardian he just knew how to he just thought like scaring you into something would fix it see and i felt the opposite i felt like he was possessive of me and that's why he would get upset and act up after my ex-boyfriend would come over Mm-hmm. Like uh, he's not supposed to be here, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, like you're my girl, kind of a thing. So, like I have to punish you now because he came over. Like you should know better, type of thing. Ah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's yeah, interesting. I, well, <laughs> I was. We, you never really talked about it with me because I yeah. six year difference. So like, yeah, thank you. You didn't want to scare me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want you to know that like this creepy ghost guy was like watching me in the shower and stuff. There were times where I would feel him or feel a presence in the shower too. That bathroom in general was terrifying. Water and spirits like Mm -hmm. do not (laughs) mix. 
There were, so no, there, there were times where I'd like rush to get done. And I, I've actually had stress dreams, like nightmares since of that bathroom, like of having a spirit or something horrible happen in that bathroom. And uh, it was like a, uh, it was a like model home. Yeah. And it yeah, it's not like had anything to do with that home. It was like a manufactured mm. ready to go. Yeah. It was like made in like the nineties. Yeah. So I don't know if like something was happened on the land. I think it happened on the land. Some sort of residual thing on the land prior to us building our house being placed there so did i ever tell you about the farm workers and stuff that i've seen nearby Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um so you know we we had like we were on like a, a incline and so it was like one house and then our house and then across the street it was like mirrored and the house the second house um i always had friends there so i had i was friends with a man a girl named amanda before and then a girl named Brittany. once she moved had, and Brittany had a sleepover where we camped out in her back yard and this was um had they hadn't developed any of the land behind her her house so it was still like just alfalfa fields and um there was one like we had woken up i had woken up really early like right when the sun was starting to rise and i had gone out of the tent and i saw like a line of people working in the alfalfa fields like literally like probably a couple hundred people like all just like working in that field and i just remember like continually blinking because like there, if if somebody did collect the alfalfa it was one guy in a machine like like a tractor like there was no manual anything right and um when i couldn't like get rid of it by blinking there was a big man with like a a huge hat and he turned around looked right at me smiled and waved and started walking towards the house and other people turned saw me and started walking toward the house too and i noped right out of there i went inside (laughs) the house and i like hid in the kitchen i was sat on the floor in the kitchen so I couldn't see those those bay windows for like 10 minutes and then when I went back there was nobody there not a single person crazy oh my goodness well that isn't it was crazy in itself and then when they looked at me and recognized that I could see them yeah and then like wanted to do something about it <laughs> like wait what like I'm like 12 like please go away yeah that was scary that was one of the scariest things and that was right in the area so there something happened I think I remember a mom once tried looking it up to see if like people died there or there was like some sort of weird thing with the crops or something I don't know but she never found anything interesting but that land was messed up yeah Lamar's was fun ice cream capital of the world Lamar's totally not haunted (laughs) asterisk maybe haunted Ignore the ghosts. Have some fun. Have some ice cream. Yep. <laughs> ice cream keeps the ghosts at bay. Yep, man. Yeah, I think one of my, I don't want to say one of my favorite, but one of my favorite stories to share from living in that house was the time I woke up because for a long time I had like a day bed, you know, like the couch looking type bed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it faced like the bay window type window in my room and where my desk was. And then I had a ceiling fan like right in between the two. And I feel like the ceiling fan was like the portal or whatever you want to call it where like they would just kind of come in like the gateway or whatever welcome the welcoming ceiling fan welcome to my house (laughs) welcome and I woke up one night because I got like was really really cold I remember it being weird because it was like the middle of summer it was like August or something like that and it was super hot I opened my eyes and there is this woman in a bridal dress like sitting on the floor but you know like in bridesmaids when Maya Rudolph is like running in the middle of the street shitting and she kind of like sits like crouches down when she's shitting in the dress 
Like that's kind of how she- <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> that's how she sat. The way she's sitting on the floor was like that posture crouched. where she's not really quite sitting, but she's like crouched on the floor with the dress all around oh. her, and she was covered from like head to waist in like blood. That is terrifying. Oh my gosh. She was like crying, but I couldn't tell if she had like a head wound or if she'd been like stabbed or if her like throat had been cut because it was just like, like just blood everywhere. It was like Carrie. It was. Or maybe she like witnessed somebody dying. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just know there was a lot of blood and she was in a wedding dress and I was like, nope. And then I like rolled over real slow (laughs) to face the wall. Yeah. (laughs) Good for you. I would have like ran out of that room. Like I would have physically left. Like that is so scary. It's well, there were gosh, there's so many times, like even in the basement, the we had a finished basement. And there were times where like like that's where all the cats would like live. That was their designated like spot. And so we'd have the door open to the basement all the time so they could like come up and there will be certain times at night where I would walk from like the dining room or living room into the kitchen and cross that door. And I would know that someone is like do- mimicking me, like going from one room to the next in the basement uh. and you couldn't see them, but you could feel them. Like you knew that they were just like doing the same thing. It was awful. It would happen all the time, all the time. Did you guys ever find like any history of that house that you lived in? No. Oh, that would have been so interesting. Yeah. Might be interesting or even like the land, you know? Yeah, crazy. It was lovely talking to you, Heather. Thank you for doing this. Well, thank you guys for having me. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, this is Lindsay. And this is Madison from Yield Crime. Happy Halloween. Whoopie Halloween. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.